Wow, guys. We're about to do part two with Ryan Miller. We're going to play every song you've ever written. Now, look, I'm not even going to bother playing. (laughs) (laughs) A fun story about that one. I was 17. I was getting a blowjob from Jamaica. (laughs) That's her name, not the country. Sorry. No, keep going. I I never got a blowjob. All right, I'm going to play a clip from Don't Go. I love this song. Oh, I love that one, too. I got this part's bonkers. Oh shit! What are you doing? Oh, that's yeah. Hold that's on. a that's a that's, that's kid dream. Name it. No, let me name it. Kid dream. That is kid, kid dream. Way to go! I'm gonna play I that love one too. Kid dude, I don't know if I could do what you're doing. Name all my songs. Oh, my wife's calling me. Can I take it? Can you hear that? No, take it. Yeah, you're yeah. a real one. You want to have her on the pod? Hello. Are you hello us or hello your wife? Oh, I'm doing a podcast. Oh, this is going very well. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're back. Yeah. All right. This is this okay. is Famish. Welcome to Famish. Pretty soon I'm gonna be famish. A little more famish than you. Certain people will greet my name with a proud and mighty. And one glorious day my songs will be played at an airport chili's too. Why, yes, I'm gonna be famous. And you can be famous too. My wife got elected to the state legislature of Vermont. Oh, that's right. Wait, wait, hold on. I need to, this is important for me to go. So it's just like right now we are like we are like ships in the night. It's like she's gone, and then I come in, and I'm like I'm out, and then so it's like constant dealing with being a single parent with like divorced parents living in the same house, but we're not divorced. Anyway, you were saying long night, great song, Kid Dreams. What was it? Uh, so yeah, I I kind of ruined that because I wanted to play Kid Dreams for you, and that's like not a focus track. No, but I'm kind of crazy about that. Like, oh, thank you. I was you. digging in to the records and like that one I was like holy shit but anyway this is Don't Go (laughs) in a dream you saw a memory held a sign that said confess nostalgia she's a shit disease it's a shame to reminisce I want hippie love future sex 5am French cigarettes okay 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 okay, okay, don't Honestly, Jesse, I think I think we should have a podcast episode where you just play Guster songs and talk about them. <laughs> I will, be great. Can I give a Can I give a little thing that I care about in songwriting that I learned yeah. from? Yeah. I think it's I think I knew this intuitively, but I read uh, uh, John Pirellis's book, um, the Pop Mach- the Song Machine, about like Max Martin and stuff. Very interesting, actually. And and what Max Martin did, and this is and what it got crystallized for me, and I was like, and they don't use the same terminology, but do you remember like back in the day they were like have words at the bottom and there would be a bouncing ball that's yeah. like yep. and now we go like moon river wider than a mile like for me and this is what I always fight for in our band and now everybody has to listen to me because I'm 
fucking asshole about it. There always has to be a bouncing ball. When the lyrics, like when the music's gone, you need a little hook or something to carry you on. And like, that's like a thing for hit songs. I think Max Martin was like, if you listen to, I think if you listen to almost any hit song from the last like 50 years and you think about it, if you're, even if you're singing karaoke, there's a guitar line, a drum fill or something that carries you along. Is this also in the same like philosophy as like something new has to happen every four or five seconds? Or is this more just like you got to hold people's hands? It's not necessarily the, the novelty of it. It's just that as long like it could be like a, it could almost be it could be anything. It could almost like in Harvest Moon. It's like down, 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 ching, 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 down, yeah. down, down. It's not new. Uh, used to work in a diner. And then but then the, the lick comes in like there's like for me, it was always a bouncing ball. And, yep. and this record and that song, I always think about Leo Abrahams who I can't say enough good things about because he just brought this whole new palette. He was playing Ableton and all this crazy. He had this whole gadgetry around it and it was so cool. He really like brought, he cared so deeply, but that one we like packed full of bouncing balls. Like there's just so many little like, listening to that, there was like a, a vote, like a yeah, yeah, or a vocal that came in one ear and I was kept waiting for it to come back and I was like, no, that's it, huh? Okay. Wait, but now that you said it, so here's another one from Look Alive. I see the bouncing ball. I'm never going to unsee the bouncing Don't ball. Don't see the, yeah, that's, that's kind of why I brought it up. I knew you would appreciate it. Here we that. go. This is Hello, Mr. Sun. Yeah. Just wait for that bouncing it's ball. So good when you it is happy it's the part after this, isn't it, Ryan? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Change. Is that one of those uh, loopy guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mr. Sun. This should have been a toothpaste commercial. <laughs> That's the other Mike Martin trick. It's like 20 minutes left. I can do the bouncing. This never lets you down. That's, I mean, if you do it right. Madonna songs did that, like Seal. Seal probably you see does why that. I've been trying to play your music this whole time for the past hour. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sorry, pretty good. Jesse. I like yeah, it. It's pretty good. No, good work. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in. I'm into our band right now, and I'm into like our new songs too. Like, you guys ever get that into your records? Like, 
When do you listen to your music? Like, I feel like I listen all, I'm using my music like so much until the record comes out that I never listen to it again. But I listen a lot before. Never listen to it again. Right. Oh, yeah. It's well, it's you get so tired of it. By the time it's out, you're just so tapped. But I mean, I'm into my, I'm into the new shit a lot right now. Like, I'm like, oh, I love, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love it right now, and then I'll never love this it. This album nine? Uh, nine. Do you have track? Do you Probably know what album nine, you're on? Yeah. Also, we had our manager like send us a fact sheet because, <laughs> like, even though we're friends, it's like, you know, there's there's new facts every day, you know. <laughs> what are the facts? What do you mean? Well, do you want to see the facts? Yeah, I would love a fact. Love is in the bio. Let me open. Can you the make email. this at, uh, in Calgary at like a synthesizer museum? Oh, you mean facts about me? I thought it was facts about your own band. I thought your manager was setting your no, facts. We, about we have facts. a general grasp on jukebox the ghost. <laughs> I thought your manager was. Se- you thought I was like, I, hey, these are your talking points. You're Tommy, Ben, and I thought he was sending you facts like just like great facts about each other. <laughs> I was like, that's a cool manager. Our manager doesn't do that. He's too busy with Mitski. <laughs> Sending us facts. Yeah. Ben is a Leo. Okay, we don't need to do this. You have a good manager. So you made this you record in manager. Calgary. Yeah, at the Keyboard Museum. <laughs> yeah, did. Shit was cool. Hell yeah. Maybe we should do that. What's the last time you put out a record? We put out a record in the fall spring? year ago? Last spring? spring? Oh, the spring. Yeah. So it's been a year. Coming up on a year. We're about to release like a like a deluxe version of it. And then we have another record waiting in the wings. We recorded a ton of songs during COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and this like, it's a little fuzzy in the background. It's a podcast, so no one else can see it. But <laughs> this little studio behind uh, behind my apartment here in Brooklyn, like three months before the pandemic hit, we like got rid of our rehearsal space. We're like, you know what? We we let's try to make our own record this time. So built a little studio and the world shut down. And so we just spent the time here and I had like the year to like figure out how everything worked. And yeah, we recorded the whole thing in this little room. Wait, you have a studio in your apartment in Brooklyn? Behind it's the garage. Nice. It was somebody's when I first moved in, one of the guys from the arcade fire What neighborhood are you in? You wanna say say your address. Yeah, find your address. No, I'm opening up my map of all the places I want to eat in New York and I'm trying There's to There's nothing here that you need to go to. Oh yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff here. No, it's a quiet it's a very quiet little neighborhood. Um I also I do think we'll re edit the podcast so this is at the, the top. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Say your address. The only thing I have is Giovanni's yeah. Brooklyn Eats. Giovanni's Brooklyn Eats. It's it's that's yeah. overrated. I wouldn't go there. There's a couple good slices. What what so give me your what's your shit? Is there one thing there? I mean, I I I'm a huge diner person. Little Purity Diner is on Seventh Ave. It's Little the absolute Purity? best. It's one of my favorite places in the whole world. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Yeah. And then you're a foodie. Do have you been to Rucola? No. That's over in Carroll Garden. That's like one of my favorite meals, homemade Rucola? pasta. Yeah. Might be Boron Hill. No. Oh, it's Boron Hill. Yeah, it might be yeah. Farm to table northern Italian fare served all day in this compact lumber line. Yeah, it is lumber. It's it is lumber actually lumberland. They're not you lying. You took me in on Thanksgiving. We went I on did. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Jesse was uh going through some stuff and ended up uh well, it was crashing the pand- our- He was the going through the pandemic. World, the whole world was going through <laughs> COVID. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting yeah. you to come. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You were, we were. Oh my god, I stayed right. I was just there for like five days. I stayed right on the corner there <laughs> by Rucola. Of Rucola. That's right. Yeah, I stayed on Bergen and Bond. Man, that was my. I, I will say, and I went to last night. It was uh, my wife's birthday, and we went to a place <laughs> called the Olmstead. Wait, are you into Olmstead, Jesse? You into Olmstead? I went once. It's it's not my thing. I I like some of the other stuff around there, but it's definitely it's definitely you have great shit yeah. on that street, Vanderbilt. Guys, crushing. just for the sake of the podcast, because this is what you all chimed in for. <laughs> the Olmstead right. is like it's kind of like the menu in real oh life, my gosh. which is one of the greatest movies. Oh, like, so you die. Yeah. Um, I forget. Wait, can we talk about Brooklyn? For yeah. a second? Like, how's New York feeling right now? And I want to talk about LA too. Actually, he loves. New York, you love New York so much. I 
You've been on this kick for like. Don't you walk it too? What me? He walks here from Burlington because you. <laughs> he walks it. He's you live in New York and you post these like love letters to New York and then. Oh, I love yeah. New York. I just I was just there for like five days. It was so great. I just but I forget that I have friends. Here's the thing. I'm just looking for people that are out at midnight. Do you know anybody yeah. that's out at midnight? Jesse, are you out? I haven't been out at midnight for a minute. Jesse, I mean, I, like, get... I just want someone when I... I'm in town, I'm like, hey, it's midnight. Where do we go? Let's, let's on go. On like do a some... Tuesday? Yeah. What night of the Every week? Every night yeah, of Tuesday? the week. I need that yeah. guy. Who's that guy? It's not I have a bunch anymore. of guys I play soccer with who are general. They're usually going still. Yeah, that's I the guy. I, th- I was hoping to find. I was hoping. I thought, Jesse, maybe you were my boy. Jesse used to be. I wake up at six now. What do you do at six in the morning? I do stuff. He hits the bars. No, I'm starting a carpentry journey. You are? Respect. Yeah, we can. Oh, talk, talk about Give it. me like 90 seconds of your carpentry journey. I uh, was gluing up a piece of wood last week and it popped out of the clamp and it smacked me in the nose and fractured my nose. And you can't even tell. <laughs> and wait, was that the first time you glued wood or like the 50th time? <laughs> no. I love it. He, I think no. just just to, just so we can zoom in on this because I love this moment. I think Ryan was asking like, "How'd you get into carpentry?" And you were just like, "I broke my nose this week." Which <laughs> you can't even tell. I'm not saying there's any wrong answers here, but I just love. No, there is no wrong answer. I, that's that's part of the journey. Love how we I've, got there. So I've done a lot of random shit during the pandemic. I was a lobsterman briefly. I moved to Maine. Uh, I was a prep cook. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh a farmer. God. I was an organic vegetable uh, farmer. I love you. I love Jesse. Love you back, baby. So good. No, but um, I think this one's gonna stick. I I like <laughs> not because of the glue. Carpentry. Wait, have you? Are you generating revenue? Are you trying to make money as a carpenter? <laughs> Just this is like a hobby. One one day, hopefully, you know. And what do you want to make? I mean, yeah. They do pay you to work at this place. I, I get paid. Oh, you you have a job. I have a job. What's your, making what? Bullshit. <laughs> cool story. He tells but... his passion. Yeah. <laughs> No, we um, it's actually pretty cool. It's like it's re- it's reclaimed wood. So like those, for example, those water tanks that are all around the city. Love them. Those water tanks on the top. Those are all like redwood and cedar, good rot rot resistant wood. Those are wood. Those have to come down every fifty years. Oh, good like rot resistant wow. species of. Why do they wood. have to come down every fifty years? Because they do eventually rot. So uh, they're not that resistant, <laughs> right? Rot resistant ish. Famous still... that rot resistant ish is absolutely going to be the name of your uh, episode. <laughs> it is rot resistant ish. Yeah, we are yeah. rot no, resistant. But right now we're milling those up so you can cut out the rot and then take the good bits. We're cutting those up and making like wooden bath mats, like high end. Wood bath mats from Reclaim. Do you guys have a TikTok? <laughs> That's this is my this is one of my TikToks that I'm into. Makerspace. I love when people make shit. So when Jesse's up at six a.m., he's the guy up on the roof just shaking these fucking things, seeing if he can get one to come down. <laughs> Wasn't there a bar? There was a, that was one of the things. There was a guy that had a had a bar in a in a that in a in one of the water tanks, and you'd have to get a golden ticket. And you'd have to get it handed to you physically. And then you did. And then you walk up a ladder and you walk up and there'd be a full bar and a guy there and he would serve you for the Sounds night. Amazing. Oh yeah. I have the guy's name. It was, he was done. He's done now, but he's like, I'm cause I'm all into this immersive theater shit. Like yeah. starting with like the sleep no more, but all that kind of stuff. I went to a really weird one in Bushwick called bottom of the ocean where you go through by yourself. Are you guys into this? Never heard of it. Yeah. 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 Check out bottom of the ocean. What is it? It, Bottom of the ocean was, it stopped running now, but it was, it was an immersive theater thing where you like go in, I went in by myself and then there's like vaguely a story and they walk you through and it's like kind of a haunted house ish, but also like 
like all immersive, I don't know. I just think it's a new, really cool medium of like storytelling where they like, and then you go in and there's like strobe lights and gongs and there's like 15 people and it's just you. I don't know. There's this, there's a whole thing. I don't know. I love this stuff. I did, uh, I don't know, at some, some point last year, took edibles and went to immersive Van Gogh, which is the biggest full of shit. Oh Crock yeah, of shit, horrible. No, that's the that I'm mad about. That yeah, all the immersive like like the even that uh, art architecture or whatever. Yeah. I think all that stuff is stupid. It's like Sleep No More was really Sleep cool. Sleep No More is amazing. And Meow Wolf, like yeah, those kind of things. And I think the people doing the bottom of the ocean are doing something cool. There's a thing called Bum Bum Train that started in London. That's kind of the apex. Tell me more. That, that's this is part three of our mm. of the ish. That's episode two. The Bum Bum home. Train featuring Ryan. Miller. You're a family man, and you're like, who's up at midnight? I'll hang out with anyone. No, no, only in New York. Though. That's the thing. Here's the thing. Since I'm this far in, I'm just going to finish the bottle of tequila. Here's the thing. When I'm home, except for tonight, it's good. And I'm here and I'm family. But then I go on the road and like I was in there like, because I have all these side hustles, right? I got the, I'm doing the film score, but I also do the podcast. I have off-Broadway thing. I'm working on a Broadway thing I'm working on. I got like a bazillion things. But when I go to New York, it's like I work. I worked a ton, actually. I was working on this film score and I was working on this TV pitch and all this other shit. But then it was like night. And it was like, I don't, I'm just sort of insatiable. And if I had, and on the road, I do this too. Like, I don't know, you guys, the bus helps because I wake up and I'm in Pittsburgh and I'm like, it's 9 a.m. and I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go to the Warhol Museum. I'm going to go to the Mattress Factory. And I'm, you know, I'm so psyched. We're going on tour next week and like, we're going to be in New Orleans for two days. We're going to be in Key West. We're going to, like, there's so much. Well, especially being, like, since, as Jesse said, you are a family man. Like, that's a pivot from, like, kid mode, family mode, dad mode to. Oh, my God. Yeah, just to have the thing. Yeah, just to have the freedom to, like, sit in a restaurant and read a New Yorker article yeah. is amazing. Yeah. That makes sense. Pretend you're on Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, 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 I like... I have so many questions about are the film scores. Are you doing this regularly now? Or do you have them like coming through? Does a director you're working with? I was like, I, I came out of the gate strong and then it just sort of went, started to go away. And then yeah, that was, he, that was a downward motion for those of you that that was a quiet. downward motion. But then actually, which is kind of another great life lesson is I found a, a, a partner who like, uh, who I write with now. Like I got one of my best friends had a movie on, um, and he couldn't hire me, but then the person they hired got fired and I had to come in and I brought a buddy in who's so fucking awesome. And uh, it was a rom-com on Amazon called Something from Tiffany's starring Zoe Deutsch. Oh. Um, but it was really great. This guy, Jay Lifton, who I work with now, I was like, it was such a great experience. I was like, let's keep going. So right now we're working on a film. Do you know who Pamela Adlon is? Mm-hmm. From, I'm sure you You ever her. see Louie or she has tr- better things. She's amazing. And uh, Alana Glazier wrote, uh, wrote and stars in it and, and Pamela's directing it. And so we're at the end of that. That's literally what I was working on before. And it, there's this one part at the end where they're like reuniting. And I'm like, I was actually, I was like, I'm a shitty piano player. And I was like, I need to find a like, Jay's a really good piano player. And I was like, uh, this is one, four, five. Like literally as soon as we hang up, I have to like, cr- I have to close this logic session and open up another one and be like, how do I make this like, cause they're reuniting at the end of this big thing. And I have to, you need, me, you need a little one, four, five with a first inversion three and a, uh, it is a little bit one, four, five. I know. And I was listening to John Bryan today just for inspiration when I was 
driving around with my kid. I'm like, he's never doing one for five. I will say, <laughs> I did, I, I did uh, my first film score this summer, little indie feature length, and it ruined me. Yeah, it was so hard. All of my instincts were wrong. Everything was overwritten. It was too much melody. <laughs> oh yeah, I just I would do a thing and then I'd scrap it, and I'd do a thing and I'd scrap it, and I'd spend like. You know, hammering away at the string arrangement. Then I was like, "Oh, it just needs a f- fucking drone and two blips." <laughs> well, we and, can have a separate chat about. I'm happy to talk with you about yeah. that. This is like, this is feature 15 for me. But th- now I feel like I've have, I've 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 a new partner actually, who's like Jay is really good. He came, he went to New England Conservatory and also Tufts. So he's like, and he went to Jingle World after college, where we went into thing. And I was always like, oh, I want to do commercials. He's like, I want to do films. So like, he's like all this soft synths and the arrangement it's really beautiful stuff and he's helped me like really kind of how how are you like what's the what's the back and forth there like how what do you throw into him what does he throw into you we're kind of splitting it up a little bit like this one was really good because they wanted a lot of jazz stuff which i cannot do like and this is something i want to learn how do i learn jazz (laughs) (laughs) you just take every chord you know and just add a couple notes and and that's it it's all nines and thirteens, and you leave out the root. I know. It's just then... like, is it just nines and thirteens? I'm just like, I want to. I feel like I'm finally at that point where I'm like, I want to be better at music. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I just like, I want to know like what a substitution is, and I wish because he's so good at. He's just like, oh, I can just do like. There was a Liza Minnelli song. I'm probably giving something away, but they they wanted and and they were like, can you replace this? I was like, no, Jay. <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah. And he, we, we just, I went to a studio and I was like, I'll do the melody. I'm really good at melody, air quotes. And he just like, his his ability to like, you're really good at this too, though, Ben. I know this about you. Like, I wish I knew stuff about it's that. It's just, it's just, it's being, it's playing it. Like How when you I play it, you it, feel though? it. How do I, I learn think, it? I was you studied it. Didn't you, though? I mean, I studied I mean, it. Yeah, get then, a, you should get a teacher. I need a teacher. A jazz teacher. Yeah, you get a jazz teacher. Yeah, I need a teacher. I mean, although I will say, I, I, I kind of tried to do jazz in college <laughs> and coming from like a rock guitar perspective. Yeah. And I will say, I don't know if guitar is the best instrument for going No, deeper. no, I do, I'm doing it on oh, piano. Oh, you do it on piano. Great. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to learn it on piano for sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a hack piano player and it makes sense, but I'm like, I, I'm just, no, it's hard. It's like knowing it's, it's all like where you can do a two five and it's, it's endless. Like how, if you're in this chord, you borrow from another key. It's just developing the language. Did you like, do you like, stu- did you like that? Do you like I studying? Love it. See, I love the theory. Thing. Why, where, when did that I, start? Why do you I love, like, like, I love the problem solving <laughs> aspect of it. Even when I was studying classical piano, I was like, wow, why does this sound cool? How does this work? What is that chord? And then there's like certain chords that just sound amazing. Like one of my favorite is like, yeah, do one. So like, like a tritone substitution, right? I should, you should teach me. I'll pay you. Can you teach me? You know, stuff. Turn that shit up. <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah, it's good. So this is one of my favorites. So um, let's do a tritone substitution. We're in the key of C major, right? Okay. Hello. Okay. This is sort of jazz, but I'm just telling you like why I like okay. yeah, like yeah. So in a, a tritone sub, you have the tritone of a G major, of a G. It's the B to the F, right? It's the thing that makes the from the third to the seventh of a chord. The third to the seventh. Yeah. Okay, the third is yeah. It's okay. a tritone. It's three whole steps. Tritones. Yeah, I got tritones. Right? Okay, so the tritone in a G7 is that B to an F. Okay? The tritone is the same uh, two notes in a C sharp major 
uh, C sharp dominant chord. See, I'm already lost. Check it out. Play that B and the F. Jesse's leaving. He's out. Jesse just quit the band. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's Jesse's ripping some wood off it's so of boring. a water, water cooler. Chords have the same function. Different chords. So like, it's the same as. Yeah. And you just got to get your head around that the two are the same, and then you can be there. See, I need to find the person that knows, because I, I feel it in my heart. Like, yeah. I feel these things, but I can't think about it the way, like, that you think about it, probably. Of just like, oh, it's just a G major 7, and you just flat the 13, and then you're fine. And I'm like, wait, what? But if you just, I don't know how to do that. Watch, your, you watch like, the next guester. The- <laughs> The next Guster record, we're gonna be like, I don't know how to tell Ryan this, but it's really bad. <laughs> no, my my listen. This is why my drummer's like, it's too complicated. You're making it too complicated. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I know. I listen. You don't need to do this. I don't stuff. need to Anytime do it for I Guster. Overwrite a no, song, no, I want to like... do it for. Listen, I'm doing a Broadway thing. I'm doing off Broadway thing. I'm doing film score. I need all these muscles. But I don't know how to do it. But here's the thing: you don't. I don't think you do, because like, yeah. even with the with the musicals I'm writing, like I'm getting the songs, I know the chord structures. I cannot wait to hand it over to a musical director who can like do the Broadway, you know, key changes and make sure everything's in the right vibe and like get the thing switched over. I just wish I had it, and I just wish I had that arrow. Like even now, I'm just like, oh, what's a good chord substitution here that would feel. Like when I listen to music, I like sophisticated music like that yeah. sometimes. They even just like, I don't need to go that far into the thing. I just want to go a little bit further. You should listen to Schumann and Brahms. Okay, I'm writing this down. They... Schumann, Brahms. Schumann and Brahms. Schumann and Brahms. <laughs> Sounds like I, like an ice cream. They they uh, have like all their stuff. It's I mean, not all this, but they are the most incredible like melody writers and like chordal movement people. It's like really complex. Johannes Brahms. If you want to make me a playlist, I would listen to to it. All right, I'm gonna make you a little, make you a little classical music. I make playlist. Ryan a playlist. Make Ryan. Jesse, did we get through all your songs, bro? Music. No, of playlist. course we didn't. There's one I'm gonna play it at the end from Keep It Together because it's a big one. But that's like the you can leave, and then we're gonna play part that two of this fu- podcast. Fucking sucks. You know what? You let know? me. I we just. Did. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing a little bit of Kid Dreams. Fuck you. I love all. Kid okay. Dreams. I love. Kid I love Dreams. it too, man. It's uh it's a pretty you good song. Tell a Mr. Son you're about to play. Ah, oh, God dang it. I'll do it. Where do you want to start it from? <laughs> right here. We're okay. good. It's, once, once again, you're going to have to undo that. I know. Uh, Wait for it. No, Jesse. Uh, this is not good how Spotify works. It's not how it works? No. What did I do wrong? You wanted to start it at minute 30, right? Yeah. There we go. All right. Can, That's can all Ryan, I got. This is the Ryan, extent of my chordal. These are the extent of my chordal knowledge. Woo! Right? F and then F minor. Shut up and listen to my friend six? Ryan. Sorry. What did I want? Oh, that's second first. What did I need? I got three squares a day. I got a bed for sleep. Love a minor four. I couldn't okay. shake. I deep believe in a, a pretty girl who save me. And then sure
Bouncy ball. Dun, dun, dun. Richard Swift too. So good. So you're doing. Yeah, Richard you're doing, Swift. You did a chord sub in that verse. I know, but it's like. You did the relative minor. You kept the bass movement. But going. I don't even know. I don't think about it that way. I I just need to like. I need some more shapes. I think yeah, maybe I need. Shapes. Maybe yeah. someone needs to teach me some shapes. Thank you. This is helpful. Not really, but I, I'm on the. <laughs> I, what did you What did you say about your the beginning of your carpentry journey? Yeah, I'm in the middle of my like chord shape journey. So I'm glad I found that language because I was getting tired of like explaining to people that I don't know shit, <laughs> but that I'm excited. Right. And like, you know, so it's like, I'm beginning That's my good. I'm, I, I, I instantly, instantly held on to that and repeated it back to you. Oh yeah. Good. That's awesome. Y'all got to work with Richard Swift. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. So good. This is so sad, but like two of our producers died. Oh no. It's not like the bands that opened for you, but Mike, our producer, our parachute producer and Swift. Wow. It was so sad. Both those guys. Swift was, I was really glad that we got our time with Swift though. He was a very, 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 very special dude and yep. remains so legendary. Legendary. Who is the one who, I, this stuck with me speaking of tequila, but you told us like years ago that there was a producer who literally just their piano. It was Richard Swift. Was it Richard Swift? The piano mic technique was literally just. Yeah. He, oh yeah. Just the, what was it? 414. He was drinking tequila and he just kicked the microphone uh, over to the piano. So fucking punk rock about it, but it was in his room. So he kind of knew what he could do. Like all of his records. I mean, like, I don't know. I would love to listen to the totality of his records, but his like the Foxygen record, like the, all this stuff that came out of there, it all had a kind of a swift sound. And actually we mixed it with somebody else because he was like, we were like, Hey, can you turn the bass down there? He's like, you want the bass down? You should have played it quiet. <laughs> okay, Richard. Oh, what you a know? badass. I mean, so that's like was, administrative work. Oh dude, he was not <laughs> oh having God. it. And that was actually kind of Congle. We work with this guy, John Congleton, you know him at all. And, uh, we were, he's, if you look, he's done everything and does everything now. And, and Luke works with him a lot now. And I love John, but he was like, he was a, he was a sober version of Swift, but he was just like, Hey, can you maybe tune? He's like, Nope. Mm -mm. He like, you would sing it once or twice. He'd be like, we got it. I'm like, but I was just reading the lyrics. It's like, we got it. There's just a, there's a lot of, there's a lot to that. I mean, that's like, I don't know if it your dynamic where, and yeah. it exists in your band. Like if there's people that are just like, no, 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 stop it. We got it. Or people who are willing to like go way too far. Right. But yeah, that's a big <laughs> tension in our band that we tend. We're, we're definitely in the overthink category. Yeah, there's a lot. But we're navigating our, I'd say we still like, we're not, I, maybe I say this too much, but we're not. And I think this is maybe where we differ from Guster. I don't think Jukebox is a studio band. You know, we've, we played too many shows and at some point it just became practical. It was like, well, shit, we have to like, we better get in the studio because it's time to do, do that. Do you play your songs live and then go in the studio? No. No, but um, I think there's a sense of like touring is the most real thing we do. Yeah. At least like together. Yeah. And then when it's time to make a record, we can't, we get it done with the best songs that Ben and Tommy have. I yeah. guess I say that because whenever there is a producer, I'm still like calculating how much I care about what they have to say versus <laughs> like, we want a producer, but I, but it's, but it is, it's also like, we want, well, you can erase this from the podcast, but have you ever worked with a producer that like pushed you outside that you were like, 
oh fuck yeah that we learned something from that in a good That's way a good yeah. question. Yes. really actually well no dan romer dan, dan romer, romer yeah, pushed for us sure. for sure yeah yeah we've never worked with like a real like artsy artsy guy yeah you know but, like we've had we weren't going for that we were right. going for like a pop thing or an alt rock thing or a It'd be cool to make an art record and figure that out. Sure, I, Ryan. I don't. I don't know if you've you've have you crossed paths with our composer friend uh, Dan Romer, who produced a couple of our records. No, I. But I know, like when he was like, yeah, I know, I know of him, and I know he's really. Yeah, he's, fantastic. I mean, he's a genius. He taught us. He taught us so much about songwriting and arranging the two records that we did with him that we still are using. Oh, you did too with him. Yeah, I think that was a thing for all of for all of ours. Was like we learned something from every producer that we worked with like we've been able to like yeah leo on the on look alive and ron who we just and even we just did this last record we worked with josh kaufman do you know him at all no he's in bonnie light horseman and he's amazing he's done really cool stuff but he was very specific in what he did and, and we just kind of give ourselves to that process we're like oh well this is what josh wants to do so we're going to like do it and then see what worked right it. and we cut like we cut a, uh, off to the race is one of our records we did at studio g here in brooklyn and we worked with our buddies chris cubetta gary arturio they're gearheads so like we kind of let them yeah run the ship in Great. terms of the gear because we were then especially is becoming less illiterate there but it was sort of if it's about it's getting nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know that was very much a gear heavy thing it's like, all analog all whatever you know yeah yeah which is less and less important but yeah i suppose but your records sound cool as shit and it's you have cool gear on them it's like kind of obvious yeah i'm learning a lot i mean i mean all my all my film score stuff is like fucking samples and it's the work i don't do any analogs i'm trying to luke is different though we're 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 getting i'm learning i'm still learning it's a process <laughs> and like it's a balance too and and yeah. we're starting the day if it yeah. it sounds good yeah exactly. with everything being digital there's infinite possibilities and that can be good or yeah really not good you're starting your um, journey well look the politician is home we have had so much of your time like truly yeah, <laughs> you've been yeah. So generous. yeah thank you so much for coming on sorry if i talk too no, much no no dude no this is you've been this is fantastic i guess that's what i was here to do you're <laughs> legendary yeah. and you're out of tequila and uh I'm out of, i am out of tequila i did the whole thing wow it's my friend's tequila company we should All try right. to get uh sponsored by salento organic oh tequila. it's so good you should actually it's if you're so a listener good. um all right well i'll next time i'm in brooklyn we'll go to the olmstead or find a be calling jesse though jesse's in bed by 9 p.m <laughs> that's right you sure. can come up we can watch some uh television how's that for an invite the Woo! band or the device just just the device he doesn't turn it on but you're gonna look at it and you're gonna look at it together and tommy i don't know when i'll see you you're gonna yeah when you're let me know when you're in la oh you yeah. know what my i'm in a i'm in a weird art rock band we have uh with these guys uh at arc iris do you know this band arc iris no they have uh they have house shows at their house. Oh, cool. Jossie was in Low Anthem and Zach and Ray were like school of rock kids. Like Ben, you would appreciate this. this is the one time I tried to learn. Like I took lessons from Zach, but they're they have a really cool scene over there that's like very homespun but really musical. Cool. I think you would appreciate. So we'll I'll send you their yeah. stuff, but you should go to, like check out a show in their backyard. It's cool. pretty pretty rad. Well, cool. Ryan, so great to have you on. I, I can't like we just we're such we're total no we're total fans and we just wanted we're excited to talk to you so thanks <laughs> for being on our podcast Jesse, Jesse was like that was bad for the end I was I was trying, I, was was just trying to, I, was, I thought I'd do like a uh, like an Oscar ceremony just like get the music going yeah. and like be like just, just Sick. <laughs> Jesse did you have something queued up for the end or did we already do it yeah we got something queued up here we go 
Hang on. <laughs> oh, that's good. Just kidding. Now I got a song that uh, this this song was big for us, you know, and or this album I should say, keep it together. The meow mix. The meow mix. The meow mix. We're waiting to the end to say we've been pretty indifferent about the rest of your catalog, but we really like the meow mix record. Is this from the Is this from the Omega yeah. record? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is from this your is live good. record with a symphony. Yeah, that's with a good cats. Meow, meow, meow. Forgot we did the meow version of this. This is on. Did you know this is online? I mean, this is on Spotify. Do you know that we have vinyl of this that has a cat with a hummingbird in its mouth, and nobody's bought it? And I was like, dude. This is like a thousand dollar record. Meow, meow. <laughs> meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. It's really meow. good. Uh, it's fantastic. All right, I'm yeah. going to play the real one. I only hope that my uh, interview with the billionaire goes as well as this did, really. Yeah, I, think, buddy. I think it'll be very similar. As someone who's now, this is our third interview. <laughs> hour, hour 52. That's typically the length. I'd be like, hey, billionaire, can you leave me alone? Oh, we really did it. You've been very generous with your time. Look, that's it. I'm gonna. We're gonna end with. Uh, yeah, all right. I actually, don't know how we end. Do we end with this? How does this fucking show end?